Ah, you obviously know Kung Fu. What's your favorite podcast about Kung Fu and martial arts movies? Uh, Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. That's, you know, <laughs> probably the best one in the world. Welcome to the Kung Fu Drive-In Podcast. Adjust your speaker box, sit back, relax, and remember, your Kung Fu may be good, but mine is better. <laughs> Hey gang, time for another quick hit mini episode and today I'm taking a look at a short film that was shrouded in mystery and intrigue prior to its release with a lot of big names attached to it and an unlikely leading man. I'm talking about Gong Shodao, which was produced by Jet Li, directed by Wen Zhang and features heavy hitters like Donnie Yen, Sammo Hung and Yun Wu Ping, but stars Jack Ma, founder and executive chairman of Alibaba Group, one of the largest and most valuable companies in the world. Jack Ma himself is estimated to be worth about $50 billion. That's billion with a B. Now, before this film debuted, no one had any idea what to make of it. All we knew was that it was going to feature some top-notch martial arts talent doing something that involved Jack Ma. When the film finally did drop in November, we got this lavishly produced spectacle that featured Jack Ma as our main protagonist, challenging a gauntlet of martial arts superstars towards a goal that... It's never quite spelled out in the short film, so after I watched this the first time, after all the fanboy squealing of all the kung fu face-offs, I was left kind of wondering what exactly I had just watched. So we'll get to that. The film opens up in worm's eye view as a man steps into frame, and we see that it's Master Jack Ma, and he's looking up at a sign on a building which reads Washan. The sign is written in Chinese, and I can't read Chinese, so I'm relying on the charity and kindness that is the internet for my information. In this case, it's Asian Movie Pulse, so I'm fairly confident it doesn't actually read Chicken Chow Mein. Anyway, apparently Washan is a legendary mountain that features in several famed Chinese author Louis Chan novels as the place where the best warriors go to challenge one another to determine who's best and who's a stain on a rock. Master Ma closes his eyes and we take a fantastical trip through his neural network and then cut to a warehouse where Tony Jaa of Ong Bak fame is playing basketball against rising kung fu superstar Jackie Hung. After a gravity-defying slam dunk from Jackie, Job punches the basketball across the warehouse towards Wu Jing and Natasha Lu Bordizo, who are playing video games. Wu Jing grabs the CGI basketball and spins it confidently on the tip of his finger, which is then punched away by Natasha. The ball flies over to Chinese professional boxer Zhou Ximing, who punch-juggles the ball on his fists before cracking it with a right hook, sending the ball flying one more time towards Master Ma, who's just walking into the warehouse. The title card reads Feng Wudang. Master Ma spots the ball, then throws a straight punch, which blasts right through the basketball and gets everybody's attention. Fight scene. So apparently that was Tony Jaa's most favoritist basketball, because as soon as the basketball husk hits the ground, Tony readies himself in a Muay Thai stance, then launches himself at Master Ma, who ducks and slides under the attack. Tony turns and presses again, showing off his distinct Muay Thai combat form, and he's all elbows and knees while Master Ma begins employing his quiet, flowing, yet powerful form of Tai Chi. Ma is able to land some inside hits, which distracts Ja long enough for Ma to unleash a vicious kick to Ja's jimmies. After Ja screams the pain out, he uncorks a reverse spinning kick, but Ma is ready with a two-handed straight punch that lands square in Ja's chest and sends him to the floor. From the sidelines, Zhou Ximing pounces his fists a few times, then hops over the table to take his turn. 
He comes in juking and jiving with his boxing footwork, but the first few punches are easily dodged by Master Ma. Ma uses his flowing hands to push aside the boxer's flurries, then drops to the floor and puts Zhou Ximing in a leg lock, forcing the boxer to tap out. Jackie Hung looks up from his seat and literally flies into action. He leaps high up and over Master Ma, then puts on a quick show of his incredible acrobatic artistry. Master Ma takes the opportunity to grab a seat and have a drink while Hung continues showing off. I suspect that Master Ma was also partially mesmerized by Hung's outfit, which features a plastic-looking hoodie that proudly displayed Hung's chiseled abs. In no real-life situation is this half-hoodie practical or stylish. Anyway, Master Ma goads him into attacking him, only to easily block everything and throw him to the floor. Now, while Jackie Hung is sprawled out, a fist comes flying at Master Ma's head, but he turns in time to block it and readies a counterpunch when he finds that the fist belongs to Natasha Lou Bordizzo, who you might recognize from her starring role in Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon 2, Sword of Destiny. Anyway, here, even Master Ma has to draw the line and refuses to hit a woman, so he turns his back to walk away. But Natasha takes the fight to him and plants a flying kick into his back, then rushes forward. While Ma doesn't throw any punches, he does lock Natasha's arms up to prevent her from landing any more hits. But as they're staring each other down, a staff slides up against Ma's midsection and pushes him away. The staff is wielded by Wu Jing, star of the Wolf Warriors films. My husband kills no one without a title. So here's where I started questioning the meaning of this short film, because... I've got no idea what that line means. The story as far as I know it right now is that Jack Ma has trespassed on this martial arts commune and is challenging each of the individuals in an iron kung fu type battle where it's style versus style and skill versus skill until one person submits. These guys didn't ask for this fight. Jack Ma brought it to them. So why is Natasha explaining why her husband won't kill someone without a title? And what title is he supposed to have exactly? Does Home Invader count? Wu Jing seems to be as perturbed and harshly dismisses Natasha, then proceeds to break his staff in half, tossing one to Jack Ma, which Ma palms right back to him like it was a return of serve, followed by a verbal call-out that sets the next battle in motion. Fight scene. Now, Jack Ma is not exactly an imposing figure, and he doesn't quite have the cinematic look of a badass kung fu man, but this stick fight with Wu Jing is awesome. Wu Jing starts things off with a pair of sticks whipping around like fan blades, but Jack Ma has gotten a hold of a staff of his own and blocks every strike. He then finds a way to whip his staff around him and land a square blow right up into Wu Jing's back, which stuns the fighter. Ma then takes his stick attack to the ground, forcing Wu Jing to hot-foot it backwards, but not before Ma can bring the pole in close and starts wailing away at the insides of Wu Jing's legs. He then sweeps one foot, which makes Wu Jing have to flip up onto a table, but Master Ma presses forward, pushing him off the table and into an awkward position where Wu Jing's got to balance himself on the two poles like stilts. When Wu Jing can't hold himself up any longer, he drops to the ground and then salutes Master Ma as the winner. Now, Ma walks from this scene into a psychedelic nightmare fuel scenario like something out of Twin Peaks, where he walks through a hallway bathed in prism light and into a retro-futuristic disco room that houses a dwarf barber sharpening his blade, and half-naked playboy bunny types walk around calling him Prince Charming. Some kind of weird ego trip, at least until a huge sumo wrestler played by famed Yokozuna Asashoryu Akinori busts through a door that he easily could have walked through. 
He drops down into his sumo stance and Master Ma, after quietly apologizing for what's about to happen, sets himself and we go again. Akinori moves in and throws his considerable weight around, but Jack Ma uses his Tai Chi to flow with the attack and avoid getting hit. Akinori continues pressing his advantage and actually grabs Master Ma by the throat, picking him up high off the ground and then throwing him through another set of doors, marking the first time in these battles that Master Ma has been thrown on his back. Undeterred, Ma saunters back in and weaves his way through the hams that Akinori is throwing and then does this cool evasive trick where he sets up back to back against Akinori and moves as he moves so that he's always just out of Akinori's reach. Then he flips up and over Akinori, but Akinori pounces and picks him up like a ragdoll and again throws him to the ground. Now prior to this fight, when someone got slammed to the ground, usually the fight was over. But now Master Ma's hit the ground twice and still no submission. Just saying. Because next, Ma runs into a small adjoining room with Akinori giving chase. Ma uses the room to his advantage to parkour his way over and around Akinori and still Akinori catches him again and throws the both of them through a window, slamming Ma to the ground for a third time. But still no submission. Akinori then exchanges blows with Ma for a bit until Akinori grabs him again, forcing Ma to literally climb up and around him and then wrestles him to the ground for the first time and an Akinori submission. What the hell? Master Ma eats the ground three times, but one fall from Akinori and that's it? Alright, so I think we can see where the film's financing is coming from. Anyway, from there, Ma heads over to Yangfang Chi, which is a serene alcove cut into the mountainside that houses a still blue natural spring. Sitting with his feet in the water is Donnie Yen. As Ma enters, Yen looks up and casually asks if Ma wants to have a fight, which Ma accepts right away. But before anything can happen, Yen's manservant appears and tries to shoo Ma away, claiming that's not a good day for a fight. The servant is none other than Jet Li himself. Yen weighs him off and then starts explaining to Ma that Kung Fu masters have a traditional way to wash their feet before a fight. He also explains how he's got a bad habit of practicing three kicks, then needing to wash his feet again. So he asks Ma to wait for him while he gets his feet tended to by the fish in the water. And then there's this bizarre shot of a single piranha-type fish that goes in for a healthy bite on Yen's foot, so he yanks them out of the water quickly. Then we cut to Yen's slippered feet getting into a Wing Chun stance as Ma responds in kind. There's a tense, lingering moment where the camera pulls back and just watches the two fighters standing at the ready. Without a sound. Just waiting. Ma jumps towards Yen and the two get into a frantic exchange of hands in really close quarters. Yen looks like he took a page right from his Ip Man films and his fists just roll over and over towards Ma, but Ma meets everyone capably. Yen does manage to plant a kick in Ma's chest, which sends him sliding backwards towards a rock wall, but he catches himself with a foot on the rock. There's another tense face-off and Ma then goes at Yen again, this time with a display of footwork. Both fighters sweep and swipe and dance along the rocks. Yen has another opportunity to land a blow, but this time Ma flows with the momentum and avoids impact. Another brief pause and then a third exchange with another really tight sequence of hands moving in dizzying rolls. Yen again gets a kickoff, but now Ma has adapted and leaps into the air where he plants a palm strike on Yen's chest as Yen's kick sails right under him. 
Yen resets, then advances again, but Ma quickly stops him and reminds him that he just used three and a half kicks. So apparently Yen's got to go back to washing his feet. At this point in the film, I feel like I'm missing out on some major contextual clues that may be cultural or whatever, but I just keep thinking that I missed something. I really need Jet Li or Jack Ma to come on my show and explain the meaning behind this film to me, so gentlemen, if you're listening, hit me up. Anyway, while Yen's washing his feet, Master Ma decides to join him, so he puts his feet in the water, and... Alright, again, I really need some context here, because as the fish start tending to Ma's feet, the water starts to get murky and black, apparently as a direct result of Jack Ma's rank dogs. So much so that Yen, noticing the poisoning of the well, pulls his feet out without a word and just disappears leaving Ma confused and soaking his feet in a diseased pool of water with fish dying all around him. What the hell? Anyway, resigned, Ma starts looking around and spots an ancient scroll suspended above a tabletop rock. As he makes his way there, Jet Li's caretaker character shows up again and mocks Ma for what his feet did to the water. Ma ignores him and keeps eyeing the scroll, but when he turns around, Jet has made his way to the rock as well and starts sweeping up around him. The sweeping turns aggressive as Ma has to step himself away from having his legs taken out. Jet starts to whip the broom around, forcing Ma to duck and backtrack. And he backtracks himself right off the rock while Jet again tells him to leave. Ma gets back up on the rock and steps into his stance, so Jet shrugs his shoulders and squares off. Final fight. The two fighters get right into a heated Tai Chi exchange with Ma landing the first strike, putting Jet Li on his back. Jet pops back up, but Ma goes in again and drops him not once, but two more times. Now, if you've seen Jet Li's films, like Tai Chi Master, for example, you'll understand why this is a little hard to swallow, because, come on, it's Jet Li. The pair keep going, and Ma lands another hit that throws Jet backwards, but instead of hitting the ground, Jet lands on his head and bounces right back to his feet in a move that is pure Jet Li movie kung fu magic. Instead of attacking, Jet Li closes his eyes and we get a slow motion sequence where the two fighters just meditate on the moment. Then Jet Li opens his eyes and shows off some of those famously fluid and beautiful Jet Li stances that flow from one to another. It looks like Jet Li means business now, so Ma readies himself and the two step in close and lock hands. Then freeze. The camera pulls in really close on Ma's face and we fade back to outside the wall where Ma's closed eyes open up just as he's about to step into the building from that opening scene. But this time we cut to a gaggle of security guards who push Ma back and prevent him from entering the grounds. Ma apologizes profusely because apparently he didn't see the rest of the sign after Huashan which read, Police Station. The film ends on Jack Ma making some mischievously embarrassed faces and then fades to black. So it seems that this whole thing was one big fever dream of a wishful Jack Ma who seriously needs to schedule an appointment with his podiatrist. Alright, so obviously the appeal of this film wasn't the story anyway, but rather the collection of raw martial arts talent and the thrill of seeing them put their style and skill to the test in combat. But this film is more than just entertainment. It also serves as Jet Li and Jack Ma's opening salvo into getting Tai Chi recognized as an Olympic sport and a way to introduce the new competitive combat sport of Gong Shodao to the masses. Jet Li, the founder of the sport, is looking to begin airing the competition on Chinese TV in a bid to promote the benefits of Tai Chi to the world. Now, if all you've seen of Tai Chi are the 
senior citizens moving like they're stuck in molasses, this promises that it ain't your grandma's Tai Chi. If it airs in the U.S., sure, I'm in. This film is available on YouTube and has already racked up about 2 million plus views, so check it out just to see some awesome legends in action. All right, gang, that's it for this quick hit. I want to give a few shout outs to some awesome listeners who I had the pleasure of interacting with over the last few days. R Boogie, Fico Gold, 4 Northwest, Leroy Green 85, and a bunch of others. My apologies if I missed you, but I got to chat with these guys over on Instagram, and it's always cool to hear from listeners. So keep the messages coming, guys. Shout out to all the castaways on Podcast Island for continuing to put out some great shows. If you have not yet checked them out, go to Twitter, seek out the hashtag castaways, see what I'm talking about. Otherwise, that's going to be it for this one, gang. Until next time, Poison Clan. Peace. Poison Clan rocks the world. Shouting monks on the hands, running down the thousand stairs. The fate of Lee Khan, now's in King Yu's hands. With the fearless idea of roaming over the lands. Yeah, the little bit soldier is older than wiser. He wants a world of peace because he doesn't want to fight. Yo, got the venom mob laying down the law. Bruce Lee delivered kicks, guaranteed to grave jars. Fight for the cars, then pause here, the pause. Not again, back kicks will defeat the outlaws. Very good, but boards don't hit back. Yeah, the death jewels here, David Yee is coming back. The Tai Chi master, Jelly's even faster. Could chat a little drink because he is the drunken master. Once upon a time, a shiner. Rosamund Kwan is real fine, but see, Maggie show his spine. Golden Swallow has arrived. Shang Chi movies will the hero will survive. We've got the brave archer make his way to the top of the mountain, gonna fight. May as well pick the spot. Yeah, the sky goes black, cause the vampire's back. We've got Lam Ching Ying to kill them all, so stand back. He plays the black magic on the soul of the sword. And our sword will travel until his body's on floors. Yeah, Wing Chun Shaolin and Mantis style. Yeah, the Feed the enemy and watch him run for miles Blood will spill now on the mountain tops When we bring back the soul of the legendary pops Walk into the tea house, belly for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war We smash the place up with our dragon claws We walk into the tea house, belly for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's war We smash the place up with a dragon claw See it's a game of death yo You're facing the big boss It's once upon a time in China counting the TikTok The Shogun assassin slash and blood just drip drop The head kick, neck drop, balance the bone stop Wanna kill Bill, better get the assassins He's got her just in yellow But she isn't the dragon but in the tea rooms That's where it'll happen She got the bodies on the floor When the blood it'll splatter against the walls No fear at all, to kill them all There's always blood spilled when you head into a war Fearless Unleashed The fist of legend that the car jet leaves I'm Bolo Young, yo, I'll always be a beast You rumble in the Bronx, yo, I'm rumble in the streets And it's simple, see the facts are these It's only ever gonna be one Bruce Lee Walk into the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine, we're getting drunk and then we're fighting Ha! This time it's warm To smash the place up with a dragon claws We're walking to the tea house, ready for some action Drink a little wine